Hello and welcome to St Tom's Online. Please find this morning's recording of Morning Prayer. Well, good morning. I'm Bruce from St Thomas's Church. This is Morning Prayer on Saturday the 8th of May 2021. You're very welcome. I'll be waiting just for a moment or two as others join us on this rather wet and windy morning here in Fair Oak. Do uh, add your comments to the chat, uh, particularly uh, your prayer requests. Good morning, Deirdre and Don and Mary. Good to see you this morning. So shall we begin? Well, I'm using, as I usually do, uh, Lectio 365. And this week they've been looking at the theme of hospitality in the New Testament and how interesting it has been. Morning, Pauline. And today we pause uh, from the usual routine to look at a feast day, the feast of the 14th century woman of prayer, Julian of Norwich. Welcome, morning Jules. So as we look at uh, Julian of Norwich, um, really, really interesting, challenging and exciting, I think, um, focus on this uh, this woman of prayer. So, so we're looking at Julian of Norwich because she encompasses and embodies uh, the six practices at the heart of Lectio 365, which, if you're not aware, are prayer and creativity, justice and hospitality, learning and mission. And today, therefore, we are thanking God for the extraordinary example of Julian, a hero of prayer and a pioneer of creativity. And as we enter prayer together now we pause to be still to breathe slowly to re-center our scattered senses upon the presence of god so father god as we draw near to you now would you Draw near to us. Teach us to pray. Speak, Lord. Your servants are listening. And we choose today to rejoice in God's love and blessing towards us, joining with the ancient praise of all God's people in the words of Psalm 30. You have turned my mourning into joyful dancing. You have taken away my clothes of mourning 
and clothed me with joy that I might sing praises to you and not be silent. O Lord my God, I will give you thanks forever. Morning, Julie. Good to have you on board. So some background about Julian of Norwich. It was in this day, in 1373, that she received her last rites. Just 30 years old, she was gravely ill and expected to die. But instead, she received a series of 16 visions, primarily of Christ on the cross. Now, as an aside, uh, we're not told here anyway um, how, what form those visions took. Perhaps in one sense it doesn't matter. But what we do know is that as a result of this encounter with God, she was completely healed. And for the next 20 years, Julian meditated in prayer upon the things that she had seen, recording her reflections in a book called Revelations of Divine Love. In so doing, Julian became the first woman anywhere in the world to publish a book in the English language. Just think of that. This is back, this is back in the 14th towards the end of the 14th century, 1373. The first woman anywhere in the world to publish a book in the English language. Wow. Julian's experiences drew her deeply into a life of prayer, choosing to live in almost complete solitude in a small cell built onto the side of St Julian's Church, from which she took her name, in the bustling English city of Norwich. Her cell had two windows, one that looked into the church sanctuary so that she could participate in public worship and receive communion, and the other window looked out into the street so that people could come to her to receive prayer and counsel. Julian's writing mystical and profoundly by a message of God's all-encompassing love. Wouldst thou know the Lord's meaning, she asks at one point. Know it well. Love was his meaning. The quote for which Julian is best known because it features in a poem by T.S. Eliot. Oh, internet issues. Apologies. Uh, so where was I? Oh, yes. The quote for which Julian is best known is uh, also captures her absolute certainty in the love of Christ. All shall be well, and all shall be well, and all manner of things shall be well. Julian's writing is profound. 
occasionally perplexing and loaded with insight. And since we've been exploring the biblical uh, priority of hospitality this week in Lectio 365, I'm going to reflect, or we're going to reflect together now, on one of Julian's insight into Christ's hospitality towards us. My mind was lifted up to heaven, and I saw our Lord as a Lord in his own house, where he had called his much-loved friends and servants to a banquet. So I'm just reading one of the prayer requests, if I can. Okay. Mm. I saw the Lord did not sit in one place, but ranged throughout the house, filling it with joy and gladness. He himself, courteously and companionably, greeted and delighted his dear friends with love shining from his face like a marvellous melody that has no end. It is this look of love shining from God's face that fills the heavens full of joy, and gladness. Jesus Christ is almost always depicted in the arts looking earnest, bored or mildly angry, but here in the earliest English book by a female writer we have a completely different depiction of Jesus and it's really rather wonderful. Here he is hosting a party moving from person to person with love shining from his face, filling the house with joy. I use, or we can use now our imagination to participate in this party that Julian describes. What do we hear? Who else is there and how do I feel as Jesus approaches me in the crowd and greets me by name? Do I see the love and joy on his face? Perhaps I detect a trace of some other emotion. I'd like to pause now to pray for Bob Karkeet who's been diagnosed with non-arterectic optic neuropathy. Lord, we pray for Bob, for your peace for him. We ask that he may sense he's at this party with you, Lord Jesus, coming to him individually and lovingly, placing hands upon his head, over his eye. Lord, you know that the other eye also doesn't work brilliantly, so we ask for your healing for Bob. Come, Holy Spirit, and meet with him now. Bring your peace to Jenny and the family. Right now we pray. And we ask too for Sadiq, as he's on his way to Cambridge, for an English test. Will you go with him and help him to do well in that test, we pray.
Welcome to Fran and Wendy and any others who've joined us as we are looking today at Julian of Norwich and praying for our brothers and sisters. We bring, Father, to you others, those who are struggling still with long COVID for Michelle, for Sue and for Kat, asking specific healing for them that they may experience some release, Lord, some relief from this awful thing. Come, Holy Spirit, meet with Kat and Sue and Michelle. We pray also for Irene back in hospital again. Dear, dear Don, having to, no doubt, cart himself to and fro. Uh, as he visits. Lord, we ask for your comfort and peace and healing for Don and Irene. Meet with her personally and and in very uh, individual, specific ways in that hospital, we ask. Lord Jesus, will you come to others that we know who are unwell who feel down, perplexed, confused, anxious. Bring your peace. May they get a glimpse, as Julian of Norwich did, of you at this glorious party where you treat everyone individually. Meet the needs of those that we're concerned about and praying for now, Lord, we pray. We ask for our church as we move into a time of being able to worship in church. And I believe there may still be one or two places at the 9am, no, 10am uh, informal worship service tomorrow. And then next week it will be uh, the more traditional communion service, I believe, at 9.30. But also, we're still continuing with worship online, Lord. Will you bless all the techie bits, all those things that you uh, you know about and we wobble at. May you allay our fears, Father. And bless the guys who are involved in making these services possible. And we continue to pray for St. Tom's, Father, that you would lead uh, a new vicar to us bless those who are behind the scenes working on parish profiles role description and the advert to go forward bless bless judy and jeff particularly as they put the advert together and ask for your wisdom too for those in the diocese as they assist us and advise us through this process And Julie's asked me to, for a reminder of book and cake. Come along at 7.30 on Monday. There's a link on the website as we're going through uh, Pete Gregg's book on how to pray. And jolly good it is too. Pray with Jules, Lord, for all year 11s as they finish normal school on Wednesday. Does it seem possible? 
help them as they go into three weeks of mini assessments and get their final gradings. Lord, how strange it has been for them. We ask for every year 11 that we know that you would meet with them and help them as they make this adjustment onto sixth form or whatever is next for them come September. Bless you. Heavenly Father, you care for our young people, our children, our cousins, our nephews and nieces. Bless you. Now we return to the story of Julian of Norwich. Do continue to bring uh, put prayer requests in. We'll come back to those at the end. But as we look in Lectio 365, at the story of Julian of Norwich, it says we're struck perhaps by the two windows in uh, 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 in the uh, the cell next to uh, the church, St Julian's Church in Norwich, and how that's a, a kind of picture, a powerful picture of a life lived between church and the city, between heaven and earth between God and humanity she was there as a go-between and in a sense so are we we are for many people their link between them and God them and heaven so that in our imaginations can we walk now to the window that looks out into the street and who do we see there? Who are we concerned about? Perhaps neighbours, colleagues, friends, family, acquaintances. Who is God asking us to be a go-between, a link between God and them? Holy Spirit, show us now just one person you want us to look upon with love now in prayer. And good morning, Roxanne. Thank you for joining us. So how do we feel about Julian's craving for solitude in prayer? Is it a longing that we share or a prospect that, that secretly scares the living daylights out of us? Henry Nouwen describes solitude as the place of the great struggle and the great encounter, the struggle against the compulsions of the false self and the encounter with the loving God who offers himself as the substance of the new self. Wow. Do we sense that struggle? And we can read what Henry Nguyen is saying in his book, The Way of the Heart. Is there a time in our day when we might make a little more space for solitude with our phones off? And our attentions focused on the Lord without distraction. How 
hard do I find that? Do we find that, I wonder? We pray now a prayer in the words of Julian of Norwich. Lord, let not our souls be busy inns, pubs, that have no room for thee or thine but quiet homes of prayer and praise where thou mayest find fit company. This is 14th century language here. Where the needful cares of life are wisely ordered and put away and wide, sweet spaces kept for thee. Where holy thoughts pass up and down and fervent longings watch and wait thy coming. Wow. As now, we together prepare to take this time of prayer into the coming day. The Lord who loves us says in the Gospel of John, I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, says Jesus, I have called you friends. For everything that I learned from my father, I have made known to you everything that I learned from my Father I have made known to you. We gather up our thoughts and prayers now in the words of the Lord's Prayer whatever translation, whatever version I'm using today the traditional version. We pray our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil, for thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Father, help us to live this day to the full, being true to you in every way. Lord Jesus, help us to give ourselves away to others, being kind to everyone we meet. And Holy Spirit, help us to love the lonely and the lost, proclaiming Christ in all we do and say. So thank you so much for joining me today for morning prayer. Uh, welcome uh, Patricia and uh, I will leave the uh, chat open just for another minute or so. If you're new or wanting to just make a comment or a prayer request uh, that um, that we can uh, look at and pray with you. If you're interested in Julian of Norwich, I've always been interested. Uh, never had a chance to read any of her works, but uh, there is a book that we mentioned, the book, Revelations of Divine Love, which you can get as a Penguin classic. All the way from, what was it, 1373? Amazing, amazing.
So uh, do join us for morning worship tomorrow uh, at 10 o'clock. Uh, there are still one or two places, I believe, if you look on our, our website to see uh, for informal morning worship inside St. Thomas's Church for real face to face and all that socially distant wearing masks, of course. And if not, it, you can uh, uh, pick that up on on our website uh, via uh, Facebook. Also, uh, there's Deeper at seven o'clock tomorrow evening. Good to see you there. And yeah, do remember uh, our church warden, Bob Carkeet, in, in your prayers. And Jenny too. So, we echo uh, Pauline's word to enjoy the rest of the day, uh, despite the weather. Uh, it's lots of birthdays going on at the moment. Uh, uh, so, Nicole, Judy had hers yesterday. Steve can today. Uh, mine on Monday. There will be others. Seems to be a bit of a month, doesn't it, for, for significant birthdays. God bless you all. Have a great day. Bye-bye now.